Hello, weary travelers, and welcome to the Underleveled Podcast with Usha, Kieran, and Bjorn. Here we discuss all manner of things. We talk about our lives, challenges, gaming, general nerd stuff, absolute nonsense, and sometimes mental health. That's right. Why not? Let's dive in, baby. Let's get deep. Anywho, please join us as we go through a world within which we can often feel underleveled and underprepared for. It's time to level up. Now, on to the podcast. I can do Harry Potter lore easy. Yeah. So. Hi, and welcome to the Underlevel Podcast. Good morning! <laughs> Happy New Year! <laughs> I'm Bjorn. I'm Bjorn. <laughs> I'm Ashav. And we are the Underlevel Podcast. Yeah, see, and it's just like the, it's just like I did it in the, in the recording. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is our, our first recording of the new year. Yes. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to talk about our favorite things from 2023. Damn, dude. Really wish we could have done that, that as our final one for 2023, but obviously there was a bug going around in Cape Town. <laughs> I was the only one that got it in this group. Your... But in our friend group, I wasn't the only one. I was so lucky, dude. No, it's just we're stronger. We're better. <laughs> I had such indigestion. I was scared I was going to like just throw up. Didn't. Haven't thrown up since I was 17. <laughs> no, no, so, so how was everybody? How, how was everybody's last week, the first week of the new year? Anything happened this week that made you feel underleveled? Good questions. I don't know. I, I, I'm still working on my developing my mindset to be stronger, mm-hmm. more positive. And so that requires learning. And so learning is good. Mm-hmm. I think that should be one of my goals as well for 2024. Actually, I wanted to ask you, because we were sitting with another one of our friends. Yeah. And you, you had like 35 goals. Yeah. Right? You wrote pages of goals. Yes, sir. Um, in any way, shape or form, do you feel like almost underprepared or underleveled to set goals? Yes. Okay. I feel like I, I'm not a good goal setter. I feel like you two are more succinct and like my goals are, are sort of a bit up in the airy. I don't know. I think when yeah, it, like, like they're not solid. When it comes to know? setting goals, you got to s- start small. Yeah. Cause every time you complete like a small goal, like yeah. that dopamine hit team makes you feel more comfortable to set a bigger one and go for the next target. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I learned when I was doing, I was listening off the goals with uh, Bjorn and our friend. And I was like, you know, it looked like, I was telling two people that, that were just like, I don't know if he's, he knows what goals are. Like, and now obviously there were some that were good, but a lot of them were like the same goal. Yeah. Or like, it's like two lines of the same thing. Uh, yeah. Can you give an example of what I want to be an astronaut. <laughs> I want to go to space. Yeah. So like being an astronaut is like a step on yeah. going to space. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of idea. So basically like the 35 goals I had could have been half that. So... I mean, even less. Even less. Well, yeah. even, like 10, maybe even like 10. in the astronaut one, that's like a big goal, and there's a bunch of mini goals underneath yeah. that to help yeah. you complete that big goal. They're, they're stepping stones yes. that I added as if they were like goals, but they're they're all they're mini goals. Yeah, mini goals. So what we talked about was like you start with your kind of less concrete big ideas, like I want to become president. That's your goal, and then you need to take that a step further. And then break that down into smaller things. And then, well, obviously it depends on what your goals are. Yes. But you can take that a step further and then break it up into different parts of the year. Or when you want to have it achieved by yeah. or like deadlines. Um, so there's steps towards it. But I think, I don't know, did you make a bit of progress there? So I haven't, 
I've I haven't narrowed them all down yet, but I have started setting things up like a weekly planner. Uh, I've started like thinking about what you guys said and limiting the amount of goals that I have. Like, and also that's a good thing that you said is like start small. So I'm gonna start small. I don't have to be like, you know, be, uh, become whatever, become famous or whatever it is. It's just like release art or release music every mm. other week. Because like currently I'm not doing that anymore. So if I do it, if I do it like consistently once every two weeks, that's that's already an improvement. Mm. And that's more so for like confidence, like to just put stuff out there and not be afraid and not like of the judgment and all that stuff. If you can, it's do, a big thing for me. If week. you can do that week to week and do it for three months, it becomes a habit. Yeah. Because three months to break and form a habit. Damn, dude, why is it three months? Why can't it be like? Two days. Because once three months is what a quarter of the year. Yeah. And like when you see like what you've done for a quarter of the year, it's such a like a moral boost. Yeah. Like oh my god, it's a quarter of the year, three months, and I've been doing this every day. I yeah. can do this for the rest of the year now. So there might actually be science to uh, There is science to it. <laughs> so fun fact, guys, during the height of COVID, yes, I I was like, I'm gonna become a I'm a journalist. Yes. I'm gonna become a writer. I went through and a lot didn't. of different. <laughs> I did not achieve that, but. I still, somewhere on my laptop, have, like, maybe 15,000 words of a book on talent mm, right. and stuff. Um, I was reading... Can I like, read it? <laughs> Please. Sure. I have, like, uh, excerpts from genuine, like, neuroscience uh, articles. Huberman's and... Huberman's lab. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just writing down everything that Andrew Huberman says. No. Uh, but I, a lot of it... There's a really good book called The Talent Code by Daniel Coyle. I think that's what it's called. Um, and he talks about myelin, M-Y-E-L-I-N. It's the compound that, uh, kind it, it, it's the glue kind of that like makes neurons stronger. So if you think of your brain and all those like little synapses mm. and well, something with an A, there's something with an A in your brain. Axons. <laughs> ah, Axions. something like that. Uh, but myelin <laughs> is a compound or some, some, one of those words that biologists use and it wraps around the, um, like the pathways between your brain and it makes those pathways stronger. Yeah. And it's, I think when we're talking about habits, it's literally um, how long it takes for it to become thick enough for something to become a habit. Uh, so that might actually be the science behind it. Well, yeah, I mean, my big thing is when I have a stressor, an external stressor, a, a, a due date, a thing like that, I can get shit done. When I don't, that is when things fall apart. Mm. So now I need to learn how to set my own, uh, like deadlines and keep in those a healthy to yourself. Way. Yeah. Yes. Well, like keep your promises way. to yourself. Yes. Okay. Which is super hard for me. Mm. You can like do a reward system for yourself. Be like, when I, when I submit or when I upload music, I can reward myself with like chicken nuggets. Dude. <laughs> chicken nuggets. And that's the only time you're allowed to eat chicken nuggets is when you upload. Dude, um. <laughs> I could do that. Like, food does motivate me, so... Truly. Uh, I do want to yeah. ask, Kusha, have you anything underleveled on your side? My body failing me is last week and making me sick. Oh. <laughs> I, I yeah. treat my body like a temple. Video users ignore the monster can <laughs> I'm drinking from right now. <laughs> You're smoking crack, Only actually. I, but uh, I truly do. I go to gym three times a week. Yeah. I eat relatively healthy. I don't have sweets or chocolates or anything. Mm. And I usually am on it on my vitamin C game, but for the past three weeks, I've been away from home and my usual diet supply. Um, so, and my vitamins I didn't pack with me. Oh, and that was over the past three weeks, well, last week, obviously, is when I got sick. 
with a bug. Yeah. On the day we were supposed to play D&D, which was so upsetting for me because I was looking forward to that day for such a long time. And I wasn't able to, like, be there during it. Yeah. I guess you did. You looked man down. <laughs> I tried my like, hardest. Because our DM put, like, so much time to I really didn't want to disappoint him. So I, I managed to sit through those three, four hours. As soon as it was done, I passed out. Yeah. I was dead. I threw up like halfway in between the session and that helped me. Dude, that gave me like a second win after my throw up. Mm-hmm. I just ate some gammon from uh, Christmas time and I was like, ooh, I'm feeling good. But I hadn't eaten anything that day yeah. and so now there was something in my stomach to throw up. As soon as that happened, I felt good. So talk to me. Do you think it was that stomach bug that's been going around or do you think that it was that wine that you drank? Oh, yeah. It was definitely the stomach. It's- had to be the stomach bug. Because the story was it, we, the wine we, for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> we thought it was the wine until another of our friends, who we, we just went out for lunch the previous day, also got sick. So now we all think maybe at that lunch is where we all caught it. Because oh, yeah. almost everybody from that lunch got sick except for you, Bjorn. Yeah, because I'm not weak. <laughs> we're strong. <laughs> Actually, we're trying to, you didn't have any tequila-based drink, right? Um, when we went to Fat Cactus. Fat Cactus, yeah. Um... I don't think so. Because we all had some tequila-based thing, and that was the only outlier between us and you. I did sip from your guys' drinks as well, though. I did have some of the, like, shaved ice margarita stuff. Mm. I don't know. I think you were just weak. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, yeah, so that was my small one. Under level, just my body failing me, because I really hate it. When that happens, I hate getting sick so much. I hate losing days. I hate getting sick as well, dude. Such As a, a kid, I used to love getting sick because stay at home, play PlayStation. Now I was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm losing time, man. <laughs> yeah, when I was uh, when when I was smoking a lot, I used to get sick a lot from like I'm pretty sure just from the unhealthy smoking. Okay. And now that I've stopped, like I'm getting less sick, which is sick. It's a good reason to stop. Guys. <laughs> Different kind of sick. Yeah. Di- well, yeah. Like I think maybe that might be why I didn't get the bug. Because my, you're not smoking anymore. Yeah. Because my immune system might be like a little. Slightly stronger. Half? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't even (laughs) know how it works, to be honest with you. I like to tell myself that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You you, you had a good time, right? Guys, factually, a lot of the things I say on this podcast are not factually accurate. Don't stress. I'm not going to fact check stuff, but like, it doesn't matter. Let's start misinforming people. Okay. Um, (laughs) Nothing nothing to feel under levels past week. Um... I will say, I'll, I'll keep it relatively short. I, don't, I haven't thought about it enough to mm. really, like, reflect. That's fine. But we're going to have our good weeks where, like, nothing makes us feel, mm. we feel, like, invincible. Yeah. yeah. But I was, I was, I've been house-sitting for the past, like, week and a half. With the Russians. To, well, Why first it was Russians? for my parents. And then for some family friends. Yeah. And uh, the first day, I normally house-sit and there's, it's just pets to look after. Mm. But now there was also someone's, uh, like, the grandma of the family was staying there as well. And on the first night, which was Monday, oh. today was Sunday, I, I, I don't know what it is. I had this big issue with, like, control or feeling trapped. Because she was doing things and living her life. And I didn't want to impede on her schedule. Yeah, it got easier house. over the week. But Monday and Tuesday, I was just, like, awfully stressed. And especially Monday night, I just had this feeling of being trapped. And I, like... I was just struggling to be a human. I was like comatose. So what was she doing? Like No, no, no. She was just daily, living her life. So chores. it was lovely. I can't stress it enough. But it's, it is weird. Doesn't speak a lick of English. No. My, my Russian is <laughs> off the charts, guys. <laughs> oh, uh, truly. But it's, I, don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know why it came about. But it was like I was in someone else's space. When I normally house it, 
I can like move things around. I can mm. ma- cook food and like clean later. I can do what I want, yeah. but I, I keep things always relatively clean and neat mm. regardless, but I make a space my own. Now she was there. She had her schedule. I like couldn't set up where I wanted to set up. I couldn't do the things I would normally do to yeah. make a space feel like my own. And then it just, it really just made me feel awful. There's also like an alarm on the house and I'm not used to alarms and it was stressing me out because she yeah. was like seven o'clock at night. She's off to bed. She's closing the door, <laughs> setting an alarm. And I was like, can I? How, how old is she? I struggle to tell ages past like okay. 60, but I think she's around 73, somewhere okay. there. Regardless, lovely, man. And she Honestly? Was, did she, you said she was worried that she was going to have to make you food. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so weird. The first night, uh, or sorry, the first morning, which is Tuesday morning, and uh, should we go into the kitchen same time? I make her a coffee <laughs> and she's over there making herself like a grilled cheese sandwich. Nice. Um, and I'm like, okay, sweet. She's making herself some breakfast. No stress whatsoever. Yeah. And then I put our coffees down. I grab mine and leave. And she puts the plate in front of me. I'm like, oh, enjoy your food. And she's like, no, no, no. Kushia, kushia, eat, eat. Kushia. And I'm like, okay, I don't eat breakfast. I'm not a breakfast guy. I have my coffee and that's <laughs> it. Breakfast. And then I, I like, I'm chewing on like, I don't want to have melted cheese for breakfast. Fair, but then fair. I'm outside eating it. And then later on, the mom of the family who's away sends me a voice note on WhatsApp. And she's <laughs> like, Bjorn, my... My mom is a bit worried that she doesn't know what to cook you. I'm like, hold on. Pause. <laughs> Pause for a moment. She forced the food upon yeah, me. Yeah. But she's from a different generation. Different but time. also the mom then explained uh, that it's okay. She'll explain it to her mom that I can sort myself out. Okay. But also that Russian grandmas. Yeah. I, mean, I think actually I haven't had grandparents it, in like 15, bu- 18 babushka. years. Babushka. I don't want to assume. Maybe that just means black bitch, dude. No, I'm so sure that's a grandmother. Are we sure? Are I we, don't know. Are all, are all Russian speaking people? I, I, I <laughs> this causing trouble. I'm going to just misinform people. <laughs> Regardless, um, they just want to feed and they just want to take care and like dote. And I was like, no. <laughs> you think it would have been the same Stay if I was in your place? Such a sort of <laughs> They're accepting uh, in Russia, I'm sure. <laughs> famously, famously, Russians love all people. Not like anyone, wow. regardless of creed or color, is so welcome in Russia. <laughs> I mean, anyway, it sounds like it sounds like you were living in like I don't know post nineteen twenties Soviet. No, what? what? No, There's such an exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the way you make lovely, it sound. Lovely doting grandma who yeah. goes to bed at seven. Nineteen twenty eight Joseph Stalin. The first time you told me the story, dude, it sounded you were like it sounded like. I don't know. You were going through it. Dude. I was stressed. Yeah, I didn't know how to like interact with the space. Okay. Uh, but anyways, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. So yeah, twenty twenty three, a lot happened. So yeah. I asked you guys to bring your five favorite things from twenty twenty three that made you happy or that you yeah. were proud of. So why five don't, uh, why don't yeah. you on? Why don't you start it? Am start I starting us off? Yeah. Are we gonna go one 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 and then keep going? No, we can switch it up every I other round. No. I don't mind. Oh, I like routine. You want me to go All right, fine. Okay. Do you want to um, go first here? No, my oh, turn. Dad, dad, dad. I want to go first. I don't, I don't, I don't mind. Mind. Whatever's more comfortable. You know, we're not in school right now. Okay, we're no, not getting enough. called up for All a right. <laughs> We're going up for good order. Don't start this again. <laughs> don't start this again. You know Kieran has a problem with that. I go first, bro. Come on. Um, okay. I think I'm going to start with... I think the big one of this past year is that I made a career change, more or less. Yes, you did. Um, 
So you guys obviously know, but I went to school with you, then went and did environmental science, started engineering, realized I was a bit too dumb and switched to <laughs> just environmental science. Um, then like went overseas. And when I got back because of COVID, I was still like entertaining the idea of like maybe still traveling and working as a yachty, 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 mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And I just floundered for like a year and a half. And then beginning of 2022, I started like seeing the stuff about concept art and illustration. And I was like, oh, this seems really cool. But I'm a, like, we're a family of very like practical, logical people. Art and that yeah. kind of stuff isn't viewed really as a career. Yeah. It's viewed as like a creative outlet, not necessarily as like a money yeah, or something else. Exactly. Or if it is, it's one in a million or one, yeah, whatever it might be. So, um, that's very much an old, gen- older generation. Perspective. It depends on like what yeah. parents you have. I mean, it's very, ris- it is a high risk. Can be. High, it well, can, can be. be. It can but be. it's getting, it's getting better now. Oh, I mean, brown culture is still like very much from mm. the bottom. Like you can do it if you have like another revenue source that's like, I see. Uh, sustaining you. Like what we said about your brother. Yeah. Like when you prove to your parents that he can. Like, he can do both. He yeah. can do both. Um, so for my parents, kind of the same. Um, just, we were always encouraged to do arts. And like, I went to art school when I was like four. Uh, nice. Frank Chabert, I think, in Rondebosch. Yeah. If you guys have ever heard just of it. Just outside the high school. Yeah. Um, super cool place. And I went there when I was like four or five. And so did my older sibling. And I've always done art but like always casual, mm. drew my little Pokemon in junior school. Uh, but then beginning of last year, I was like, uh, this actually, um, if I'm going to like flounder and struggle regardless of what happens, might as well choose to do something that seems kind of fucking sick. Yes. Um, and that's when I found out about a school here in Cape Town. And then this past year, like did the program, lovely uh, concept art and illustration program at Academy. I always get this wrong. Academy either of digital art or for digital artists. I can't. I don't know. Just ADA. You went there, bro. Um, Still have no clue. But uh, did that. And now I'm kind of in a spot where I'm slowly but surely starting to build an art career, which is really cool. And um, I think that's genuinely something I'm proud of from the past year. Um, Dude, you you being a teacher's pet started a... How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) You've gone on about I'm just a nice human being. (laughs) You don't want to tell the people about how you're a teacher's pet and now you're working with your teacher. I need you to check yourself. I was older than most of the teaching staff there. (laughs) Listen, man, you know, you got to do what you got to (laughs) do. You suck a couple dicks, but it's all fine. No, no, I'm just joking. But, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's my first thing really of this past year. Significant. That is, yeah, that's been a big thing. That's a, that's I've a nice seen one. the change mm. as well. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Sure. Um, your turn. You me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so I have a book here. I'm just going <laughs> to... That was your That was your thing of the year. Just in case, because <laughs> my memory isn't the best. Um, but my things were a little bit more personal. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a very personal one. I'm gonna show you what's personal. No, <laughs> I realized what I said as soon as I said it. Uh, okay, well, I'll start with um, something in the similar vein, actually. Uh, re- recording music for an EP. Mm. So I put this one down, and four songs for an EP. It's been two years. Basically, we started in third year of animation school, me and my friend. 
don't know if I should say, should I? Yeah. <laughs> Me and my friend You've Patrick. said his name of one. Yeah, he's fine with it, I'm sure. <laughs> and we've been working on, uh, we worked on our first song for like almost a year, getting to just like grips with um, working with each other, making a song that both of us were invested in. And then from there, we graduated and we were like, cool, now we've got time to keep going with this, this EP that we had decided we we're going to release. And so the whole of 2023, we worked on for about maybe like four or five months. We worked on the three other songs and jam sessions and all that kind of stuff and recording um, actually like like the recording vocals and, and recording piano and guitar, all these things that um, we needed. So I was doing vocals and I was doing like a song structure for like basic song structure for acoustic guitar and stuff like that. And Patty was doing like synth and piano and his brother was doing electric. And to be honest, for me, I haven't released it yet. It is going to be released this uh, either the end of Jan or start of Feb. But it's been a, something I'm actually like quite proud of making four songs with Patrick, of course. And, you know, I've always made songs and posted things on Instagram and, and, yeah. and made my own songs. And I always like used to show you guys and stuff. And this EP, when it gets released on Spotify or wherever else it gets released, that's quite big. Like, that's quite a scary thing for me to do. And that's my whole thing for this year is do scary things. Do the things that you're afraid of because most of the time, things that you're afraid of are actually the things that you need to go towards. And they're going to like help you because mm. you can then overcome your fears. So one of my fears is like doing the pod in the sense that uh, people can see this, see me and judge me. And now I'm trying to continue doing the pod so that I can defeat that like sense of judgment. What's, so, yeah. Sorry, what's the name you guys are going to be releasing under? So we haven't actually got the, the name down yet. It's either going to be under my name or we're going to come up with a uh, more like a, like a band title sort of simple something maybe. Uh, funny that can uh, incorporate the three of us yeah so that that's that's my first one and and yeah technically it's from 2022 as well so it's 2022 2023 but um actually doing four months of consistent recording has been something i'm very proud of because lately we've been recording much less just because I, I don't know, mainly because of me, but mm. I've just been, you know, going through some things and, but now, you know, it's getting close to release and that feels very exciting. It's Has very the cool. process been similar to the Ooh. podcast where after every session you guys learned like a bunch of new stuff and how to improve for the next time? Yes, very much so. Like figuring out um, better ways to record, figuring out, uh, basically having that space to like record something, listen to it back and then re-record it or even uh, change the lyrics or because I'm very judgmental of my own stuff. Like I'm the, my own worst critic. So I learned through this process, like, you know, sometimes uh, if you're too hard on yourself, you're not gonna get anything done. You're just gonna like keep delaying, keep delaying. Cool. And I don't wanna do that anymore. Right. So that's my first one. Okay, right. now, <laughs> lovely, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, Why do you have to throw shade on my shit? I'm sorry, bro. I, I, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Sometimes I don't think and then I say things. To be fair, I didn't even pick up on it. Hushov was the one that was like, oh, deeper meaning out here. I didn't know. I didn't mean that. But what a right. one. I'm like you guys. I'm going to do something personal. I'm going to do something personal. Go so for it. I think it's in the same vein as, your, as yours, Yuan, but I want to go with my honors degree for this year. Mm. Yeah, dude. I took, I've done a couple of career changes yes. also, like Bjorn. 
some of law for the one person who probably doesn't is not a friend of me who's listening. Okay. I started off doing medicine and then I switched to engineering and I completed up my honors degree this year in information systems. So for me that was a really great accomplishment because obviously I've been in that university for almost nine years. Yeah. <laughs> close to doing the trick two times basically. Sure. <laughs> when you say it like that, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trick, dude. Yeah, so it was a very like stressful year because like every time like I, I do something, it's like I don't want to fail, I don't want to be here for like another year. So I put a lot of pressure on myself this year and having gotten my results now and they gave me a 69, they gave me two 69s for Ooh. two of my modules, which pisses me off so much. Please, if you ever mark me in the future, <laughs> anyone, give me a 68. <laughs> do not give me a 69. 69. It pisses me off so Dude, much. Like, Khrushchev reading through his results. <laughs> and it's like, he's just slowly scanning down the page and it's like 70, 65, Okay, first of all, 80s. Hey? First of all, 80s, not 70s. Come For, on. You got 80s in university. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> That's and you just, you laugh at the first one and the second the second time you see sixty nine you're disappointed. Oh. <sighs> it, I'm like it's like just give me the seventy like there's nothing to give me a percent or drop me down to sixty eight and it won't fuck with my mind so much. Jeez, you're just man. you're good but you're not that good. Because yeah, yeah the entire time like if I just worked a little bit hard I could have got a fucking seventy. <laughs> the class is a but the, the, that sec the second half of the year was very hard because I secured a job just halfway through the year mm. and a lot of my motivation for the year just went out the window. Because I'm like, I've got a job secured, I don't really care to, to like, put in the work to get good marks. But still. Because you've already, like, got I've got a job, yeah. Okay. Maybe you should start listening to The Rock a bit more. <laughs> the Rock. You've got to put in the work. Gotta put in the hours. The hours. <laughs> Take <energy>. what's hours. <laughs> we hungry. But in, in my we contract devour. for my work, they said I had to get my degree to sign the these official contract. Oh, There's, like, a pre-contract and then the official one. So I did have to, like, do yeah. some work to make sure I pass. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I was really, that made me really happy to finally have an uh, honours degree that I can put on my CV and be like, yes, I did Take it. some pressure off as well, Yes, it right? takes a lot yeah. of pressure. And stress. Yeah, because I tried applying for jobs last year when I was doing my undergrad and completing it. It was so hard to get a second interview. But this year, when I, while I'm doing my honours and applying, I got mm. so many uh, like second job interviews and I got a lot of job offers even yeah, before dude. I completed my, uh, my degree. So yeah. Just yeah, having that is like such a stress. That's so cool, bro. I mean, honestly, job interviews are the scariest thing. They are. It's a skill. It's a skill that you have to learn, like going to a job interview and like saying what they want. And because I before every interview, I go and I research the company. I look at like their social goals mm. and their structure, and I bring it up in interview. Like, oh, when I was looking to apply, like I I really enjoyed so and so. Some companies I didn't, but other companies had really cool social goals. Where like I really connected with like yeah. the what job I'm going to now. I what they do I really love and it's one of the things that really attracted me to them but yeah all in all that was my first thing from the year that made me really happy yeah, okay. Very that's cool. super yeah. good round um, one complete okay do you each have one like short quick one that we can blitz through no oh uh, yeah I've for got, real got a small <laughs> holy uh, cow guys I've got a relatively short one that I don't okay. have to do in too much detail um okay uh I think this one's kind of self-explanatory I loved Across the Spider-Verse the second <laughs> Spider-Verse film was yes, phenomenal sir. I really, we could do a whole episode on that show. Lo oh, sorry, that film. Loved it. That's, is that the second or the first one? It's the second, second across, one. it's the second Spider-Verse film. Okay. It is phenomenal in all the right ways. I, the one thing I will say is so often, and Netflix is the biggest um, perpetrator of this yeah. in my brain. Oftentimes I, I see either series or films 
they they go into it with a message that they want to communicate and it just feels like they're hitting you over the head with it. Yeah. For instance, like, uh, look, kids' films is maybe not a great example because they're technically made for children, but like uh, The Marshalls vs. The Machines, that was a Netflix animated film from last year or the year before. And essentially, they just cracked you over the head the whole time with, their message. with the message, technology bad. Mm. Touch grass, kids. Yeah. Technology. And AI. which is, you know, fair enough, do what you will. Yeah. But also, it just, it, the story is only there to serve the message. Yeah. Whereas in, for instance, the Spider-Verse films, the characters living out their lives tell, like, the moral of the story is apparent. Yeah. But it's not beaten over your head. It's more you give it, like, so much of a shit for it's the like characters. And what the they're foundation. doing. It's so good. And the message then being like, don't conform to other people's expectations of yourself comes across yeah. so clearly, but only because of how Miles and the other characters behave yeah. according to who they are and not because of some weird overarching message that the show is like trying to shove down your throat. Such a good film. I'm going to probably rewatch it tomorrow. <laughs> amazing animation. I've only seen the first one. Mm, so I need to watch the great. second one. The first one was... I would say pivotal in like doing your own thing mm. where it's a sense of like if you watch that film back the characters are animated in different ways on different um, timings and things like that or even like in uh, different art, art styles or and when I saw that I was like you can incorporate all these things into one film that was very cool for me because I like that I, I always have too many things I want to do or ideas so I, I really enjoyed that aspect of of the first one, but I need to watch the second one. Um, in industry-wise, a lot of uh, animation studios hate it because Sony absolutely raised the bar of animation and what could can be possible moving forward. Is it the same thing as game developers and Baldur's Gate? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so dumb. Because I, I really, Disney and Pixar have become very lazy in their animation where it's been the same thing for so long. <sighs> Don't do get me started stories. on Elemental and The Good Dinosaur and Not stuff like that. But sorry, that was my relatively yeah, no. quick one. <laughs> Cure it. <laughs> yeah. I'll do a quick one. Um, I could just say I quit smoking. Mm, yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's been about like eight or eight months now, maybe more. I've actually lost count of, of how long it's been. But uh, I used to smoke a lot. Like for six years, I smoked maybe like a pack a day for three to four of those years, maybe more. Uh, I smoked all through my studies. Uh, to like help me get through my studies when I was stressed um, and I'm I just was like one day in 2023 end of 2022 I just was like I'm I need to stop this no real apparent reason of like like I loved smoking it sounds <laughs> it's, it sounds crazy but I I did and that was why I had to stop I loved it too much um, and it was just obviously so unhealthy for me I mean all the health factors, I mean, I don't need to list them off, but I feel like physically and, and mentally a lot lot better and a lot stronger off of it. So smoking for me, that quitting smoking was was big. How was, yeah. how was that Super first big. day after you decided to quit smoking? First day is not so bad. It's the second, the third, and then the month, and the second month after that, and then the third month. And only after that third month did I start feeling like... Hey, we talked about my three months. I remember like, I couldn't go out and hang out with you guys. 
Because I was like, I'm not going to be the same person. I'm, I'm going to be this I remember you were very angry, stressed anxious, about that. And I was, you know. But I, I just had to get past, like, just takes time, you know, to get to a point where I'm not thinking about cigarettes. Although I will say I do sometimes have dreams about cigarettes. <laughs> Which is, it's more of an anxiety dream where I'll smoke a ciggy in my dream wake up and be like no <laughs> and then i'm like ah oh, it's okay never mind it's just a dream meanwhile my <laughs> yeah. girlfriend's out there dreaming about like people breaking exactly, in or exactly. like godzilla breaking <laughs> a city down i had a dream the other day about like my wall i put a whole bunch of pictures up on my wall i had a dream where all the pictures were slowly like this the press stick that i'd used was coming loose and all the pictures were hanging and i had to like quickly like stick them back up so tell me what that means. <laughs> that one's crazy. Kieran, not to give you too much of a fright, my friend. I know, there's a couple of them that are there's doing a, that. Right there's now. a couple that are doing that. So you can see how the environment <laughs> so affects you. premonition. Maybe. <gasps> dude, quitting smoking has given you psychic power. Uh, I wish, dude. I wish I could be like me too and just... just <laughs> okay, that's like a good Mime, second one as Mr. well. Mr. Mime's fucking creepy as shit, dude. Mr. Mime is horrifying. Yeah, um, he's super strong. Though. Have you seen the original design for Jinx? Yeah, which they had to change. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god. Also, terrible, just not a great Pokemon. Pokemon, yeah, was the first like one of the first ice. Types. One of the first ice types, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Who's your second yes, one? Sorry. Right. Good. My second one is <laughs> the Bear Season Two. Specifically, the episode Forks. It okay. I'm gonna talk about it, but I don't, I'm not gonna spoilers. give it, I don't want to give it too many. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try not to spoil it. But it's probably the perfect, it gives a perfect character arc for a character called Richie, who is played by, I wrote down his name because I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but Ibon Moss Bakrak. Can I see this Probably coming? I probably butchered the last name, but... Oh, uh, no. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You know what? <laughs> yeah. So in, in the show, Richie, he is an asshole from season one, but both the actor, Ibon, and the writing do such a good job of balancing that assholeness with... with us feeling sorry for the character they always like just give enough for us to like understand mm. why he is like this and you see his you see him getting like progressively worse over season one where, and in season two it kind of just hits this point where um there's almost a point of no return and uh if you haven't seen the bear it's about um it's about a guy who comes back to his family's um sandwich shop and wants to turn it into like a proper restaurant and while he's trying to turn turn it to a proper restaurant, Richie is very much against this and wants it to stay the way things are because mm. he can't accept change. Change. So the starting at episode Forks, he's been shipped off to a very high-end restaurant to what he believes is for punishment, but what the head chef, I can't remember what his name is, but Alan Alan White's character what's the name? The main character from the bear? Uh from Shameless uh Lip, like yeah, lip. What I can't remember. Jerry, Jeremy Allen White, Jeremy Allen Allen White's character. Baloo. No. Okay. Anyways, so yeah, he's been shipped. So Richie has been shipped off to this um, high end restaurant, which he believes for punishment, and he has to wake up at five thirty every day. And he's like, "This is so shit. I'm gonna go in here, and I am not going to like do anything. I'm gonna like try to." He's, he's like, "He's like, I'm not gonna give my all in this role that they're giving me." And basically at the restaurant, they're just making him clean forks mm. for like the first two days. He's been shipped there for a week. So over the course of his time in the restaurant, he begins to understand the culture of the restaurant and wanting to impress your customers and make their day. Because 
uh, at this high-end restaurant they do, they go all out for the customers. They have a pair of teachers who are coming in and you see at about 6 a.m. every day they do research on everybody who's coming in um, into the restaurant that mm-hmm. night. And they go, they check their Instagrams, their socials, trying to like so specialize. Make yeah, make it personal. And one of the times he gets, he like starts to get it is some teachers come in and the way stuff are like, okay, this is just like, this is set post-COVID. And they were like, okay, we're not going to make them pay because they've done so much for the community and stuff. So they're going to come in, we're going to give them the best time of their life mm. and they're not going to pay for anything. And Richie sees this and he starts to get like the hospitality side of running a restaurant. And this slow shift starts him to start researching hospitality. So you'll see him now, like when he's waking up at 5.30, he's waking up before 5.30 because he's so excited to go to his work now. Yeah. He's reading books it's, about it's hospitality to get, yeah. To get Beyond them. just yeah. making the food. And there's a wonderful montage of while he's like researching and getting up early set to Taylor Swift's uh, love story, <laughs> which is, I'm getting a little emotional because like, <laughs> that entire montage of him being like excited, like finally finding purpose in what he has to do is, I don't know why it just like really resonates, resonated with me. And at the end, it's also worth saying that over the course of the show so far, a lot of the changes that Carmen, Carmen, Carmen there we go. the main yeah. character has made, have made Richie feel obsolete. Yes. Or like he doesn't have a role. Yes. Which is why this episode is so important. Yeah. It, like you said, gives him purpose. So, so at the beginning of the episode, he's, he was cleaning forks and he's now come to the end of his week. And he was only going to be there for a week. No, and you see how sad he is now. Because he's made friends there. He's found purpose. And he's unsure if he can take now what he's learned. And now take it back to the restaurant that Carmen is trying to make. Mm. And you see him desperately want to like do something. And he's cleaning forks like one last time. And you can see how sad he is. And I, I like watching a man clean forks brought me to tears. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was going to be on my bingo card for 2023. Yeah. <laughs> But Damn, dude. I, I, I'm try, I try, I tried, I'm trying so hard not to give spoilers, but please watch it from like... Not give spoilers, you just uh, described the whole episode. Yeah. There's, there's more to it. Uh, I haven't <laughs> seen it. Please, okay, please just please go out and watch it from season one. It, <laughs> it is so beautiful. It was one of my favorite episodes yeah. in from this past year from television. It was very hard to like get down my top five things and not have it all be about TV because there was a lot of great TV this past year. Mm-hmm. But... um. Yeah, that was mine. Season okay. two. Bear, the bear, bang it. No. Episode four. Focus. Um, awesome. Okay, my next one is finally an anime, dude. Ooh. Um, Which one? I went into this show blind. The first episode is an hour and a half. It's essentially like three or four episodes of anime put together. Mm-hmm. It's essentially a feature-length film for their first episode. Um, it's called My Star or Oshinoko. Oh, okay. As the Japanese say, Um, Oshinoko. Uh, (laughs) And it is this just, I don't remember why I went in blind. And I don't know if someone recommended, but I I know that I talked to you about it afterwards. Your friend Alex's best girlfriend. No, no, no. I told him about it. But someone definitely, I might have been Gigak, actually, the YouTuber, who was, I saw his video. No, I didn't watch his video about it. I saw the thumbnail and he was like, don't watch this video or something like that. Yeah. Regardless, uh, I went in blind, was just rocked by how good it was. And it's all about um, the idol and TV and all that kind of industry in Japan behind the scenes and about these kids. There's a bit of a supernatural element to it. Nice. But it's all about 
these um, like people that are obviously characters and actors and idols and stuff and them going through this industry and you see the good sides and oftentimes the very bad sides. It is a fucking good show. I can't recommend it enough. But don't like, don't research anything. Mm-hmm. Just go in blind to that first episode. Have your socks rocked off your body <laughs> and then just hold on tight Rocky with your flippin' gloved hands for the rest of the yeah. roller coaster. Why, are you, why gloved hands? Sorry, it's <laughs> so specific. What are you driving a car? Are you no, a chauffeur? The mental imagery was like, oh, they don't have socks. <laughs> they oh, should have God. gloves. <laughs> I'll watch it. I haven't seen it. It's super good. I genuinely, I can't recommend it. I recommended it to like six yeah. or seven people. Not and me. every single person <laughs> I told, <laughs> I was like, don't research. Just go in blind yeah. and trust. And every person came back to me and was like, Bjorn, I will trust yeah. every recommendation you ever give me ever again. Okay. So it's like, it's such a good show. So it's like BTS behind the scenes, but also BTS but, the band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. BTS the band behind the scenes, also not Korea but Japan. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Sorry, on top of that, bad. having a bit of like a lot more like drama and supernatural and stuff. I mean, the supernatural stuff was, is over by the first episode, which is a double. Kind of. It's the re- It's one of the catalysts for the whole show. Yeah. But um, there was a controversy with it uh, in that. One of the, um, like arcs in the show, followed a character who, um, like was horrifically bullied online, and like attempted, okay, to unalive herself, yeah. okay, and it. But in the show, she gets saved. Whereas in real life, there was an actual actress who went through that, pretty much the exact same thing was not they, saved. They and were, I think the mom wanted to sue the creators of the show. They were a professional Yo. wrestler who went onto a reality TV show and she, she was bullied because of being like on being on the show. Like just you know they picked out and just made fun of her all the yeah. time and yeah sadly she didn't get that happy ending. The the yeah. thing being yeah. like in the show they talk like in this anime I'm talking about they they show how oftentimes producers will cut footage to like paint people in a certain light. That's why when my partner, I get sucked into um, all of the sh- like reality shows she watches, but after I've been sucked in and I come out the other end of an episode or a watch, I'm like, okay, mm. I, I wonder how much money they offered this person to say that. I yeah. wonder how much cutting and reworking of footage they did. Yeah. To And it's, I gotta be honest, I don't know if I would risk being just, even regardless of how much money, just some like, producer choosing to cut footage in yeah. a certain way that makes economy. my public life horrid mm. is such a scary thought if you if you go back and Boys watch then. um mm. early netflix like reality stuff they didn't know the rule about not having a uh, clear glass to make is it op- the opaque is opposite transparent yeah so people having a be having a conversation and then when they cut back and forth if you look at their glasses like someone like i i would be like uh what is your name Hmm. And Bjorn would be like, my name is Bjorn. And I'd be like, oh, that's cool. When you cut back to me saying, oh, cool, you'll see when I ask my name is, my glass, the glass is pulled up to here. And uh, me saying, oh, cool, yeah. all of a sudden the drink is all the so way down there. So much time has passed. Yeah. So, so they're like, reshooting. They would, have, they would have been like, okay, can you maybe say it like this or do it like yeah, that? Yeah, so, I mean, it's a show. Yeah. Go, so go take back two, and watch early Netflix before they learn the opaque. But before you do that... Watch Oshinoko. And before you do that, <laughs> watch there. And before you do that, <laughs> anyways, Kieran, your number yeah. three. Uh, number I three, think. okay. Um, 
So once again, he's very me focused. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, yeah. So uh, I'll save the my favorite one for last. Um, health. I I just wrote here health journey, um, and that includes weight loss, physical health, and mental health. Okay, all so kind of combined. All combined into one. Mm -hmm. uh, because if it wasn't, I could talk about it for the whole day. Can you give us like kind of time. some examples of how it all have changed? So I think uh, it's, it's tied into obviously quitting smoking as well. But I would say the physical health is more like getting active, getting into nature, walking, doing walks. Um, I don't gym. I don't, I don't like the gym personally. It's not for me. So I get getting out into into the world, um, getting sunlight, going through the forest. Um, that's been my main physical activity, and it's helped me mentally, like think through things. But also, it's helped me to lose weight. You know, eating less, uh, watching what I eat, because you know my weight has always been something that I've struggled with, um, and it just feels it feels good to 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 exercise and to get fitter. I guess. Obviously, when you're starting out, it doesn't feel fantastic, yeah. right? It's difficult. Um, and the progression there has been something that I'm super proud of because normally what I do is I'll, <laughs> I'll put on a bunch of weights and be going through some hard times and then lose that weight and then put it back on again. So I'm hoping this time that I can sort of uh, balance, you know, find balance with this. And the mental health part of it is also just like going to therapy, um, seeing a psychiatrist taking medication which i think uh has helped me a significant amount and um yeah just like learning more about myself adhd ocd and understanding how my brain works because before like going through school and stuff i just learned a whole bunch of like tactics to adapt to basically get through school so learning for example like i had a very unhealthy relationship with learning and marks and, and myself in school. And I'm trying to undo some of that now where I keep some of the good and get rid of the things that are just really unhealthy for me. Uh, that, 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 that's my, uh, that's my third one. I don't so the, the gym elements of you not liking what, what is yeah. it about the gym that think, you not that you don't see appealing right now? I think it's the same, same zenith of going to the gym you see the same environment, the the same weights, the same machines, the same people probably. It's closed in, there's you know, at least the one that I was going to before. It's 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 stuffy. It's just not for me. I like being out in, in nature. And so I had to choose between like I guess, uh, do I wanna do walking and cardio or do I wanna do muscle and um sort of I wouldn't say faster, but like maybe What's considered a more healthy way to lose weight is to is to is to go to the gym and lift weights and stuff like that because you because you burn the weight faster. Not no, necessarily yeah. healthy because well, I've not, I've yeah. been going to gym but I've ignored my cardio the past yeah. few months and I've amounted to quite a the, nice yeah. bit of mass but I've, I'm the strongest I've ever been. Um, yeah. Not and but my cardio is shit and this year I want to focus a little bit more on cardio and get rid of this. Mm. So th that's another thing like balance right? Yeah. So I'm all kind of like all in one direction, which is walking right now. Okay. Because I love it. So yeah. Sweet beans. Walk. <laughs> go, I walk, see you. Walk, kids. I'm looking at you. Go walk. <laughs> <laughs> You're so so this, is, uh, this will be probably my shortest one. Okay. Uh, 
My third thing was Dave the Diver. Mm. I is this is a, this is a two D pixel RPG kind of management game also, mm. so charming, so beautiful. Just this year, I needed a game where I didn't. There was no stress. I could just like relax and play in between my studying for my paper and my projects. And Dave the Diver is so much fun to just put on my headphones, listen to the relaxing music. You dive into the ocean. You hunt fish. You use that fish to for your restaurant, and you make sushi. Damn. And it's just so much fun, just trying yeah. to like improve your gear for to, so you can swim deeper, hunt bigger fish, uh, improving your staff so you can you know run the restaurant more efficient. And that, that's been so much fun. I, I highly recommend it's it's on that same vibe of Stardew Valley, where it's like a comfort game where you can mm. just the so problem being game. we try and Stardew Valley. Very stressful. Ooh, Even I, you're playing it like two people. <laughs> well, no, it's stressful because you were playing with me and... No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no and I was no. refusing to, Kieran, to obey did, the rules of the game. You didn't. You planted trees. <laughs> and like, I'm going to sell the trees. I was off the grid, baby. I didn't go to town once. <laughs> I lived off the land. But also, Hushef and I, like... And I fished. We try to you almost min-max. You were trying to speed run it. No, no, no. Not speed run. Just trying to optimize. <laughs> yeah. No, but Study Valley just becomes stressful on the first day of a season. Because yeah. you're trying to, like get all your crops in and stuff. In later years in game, you it's easier. Yeah. Because you, more things are automated, you have less stress, you but in the first like couple of years of the game, you're just trying to plow a massive flipping field and <laughs> yeah. like I don't know what it is when other people are playing the game yeah. with me, I get like competitive. Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to make my base look cool. You you succeeded in making I like, made, like a fraction of it look cool. Yeah. <laughs> So, but hey, you know, game's a game. I'm mm. going to play it how I want to play it. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. But also, Day of the Diver is super cool. I put mm. in a couple hours there as well. Um, the, my only complaint, I think, is that once you finish the game, the main story, there's not a lot of appeal to continue. Yeah. I, I, so I really hope in the future the DLC content makes it more appealing, the post-game, post, post post-game. Yeah. <laughs> the post-game. <laughs> Postman line. Okay, sweet. Oh, um, All right, round four. Let's uh, go. My number four... Okay, I'm actually gonna. I'm also gonna do a game. Okay. Um, this past year was the first time I'd actually gotten a chance to get into No Man's Sky. Um, I was super hyped on it back in I think 2016, 2015, whenever I was on the hype train. I was one of those. <laughs> was that the initial release? Oh, 2016? Yeah, the the bomb. Like what, I'd say one of the original modern bombs yes. in terms of AAA. Well, it's an indie studio, but they were releasing and under delivering. Yeah, pretty much, and. Um, I was on that hype train. I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be crazy. We're gonna like be in space and infinite stars <laughs> and 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 spaceship." I get to explore. I was like hyperventilating, breathing into a brown paper yeah. bag. Um, but then it got released, and it was a mess, and I fell off. I was like in the drama cycle for a second, and then I, I fell off, and then like years, maybe two, three years pass, and you start hearing rumblings from the fan base, and like it's gotten good, it's getting better, it's getting better. Yeah, they fixed it, and then. This past year was the first time I'd actually like played the game. And uh, look, I'll be the first to admit, not for everyone, very repetitive mm. cycle for sure. But hopping on every couple of months and like having a fly around, doing a bit of mining, doing a bit of... There's a lot of different... The way I'd explain it is maybe it is a game that has an insane amount of breadth. Like there's so much like stuff that's involved in it but only a few of those have much depth to them. Yeah. Um, that being said, like the base building is relatively cool and it, it takes a while 
um, to get all the different parts, but I'm kind of building up like bases and stuff over time. It is really cool. And there's so many parts that I still haven't like touched and want to touch. Uh, that's wow. such a weird fucking sentence. You heard it here first. <laughs> chat, chat, clip that, clip that. Chat. On, uh... Uh, but yeah, super cool game. <laughs> I haven't played too much in the last few months just because of work and stuff. But um, yeah. that was one of my favorite things of 2023 for sure. Because it's, it, if you like have a big enough screen and you're sitting there and you're just, you're just like, <laughs> you get, <laughs> the uh, we should have got the fly. Yeah. Um, and you're just like going through your spaceship in space and you're like, and you can just fly down. You just fly down, hop out, and you're on a different planet. Yeah. And you keep exploring. That's just, yeah, it is just, it is that cool. Is it a comfort If it's for game? you. For yeah. you. It look, yeah. no part is all that stressful, i got to be honest. Because you're an organizer. <laughs> you like to yeah. do things. My inventories like are very neat. How big is the entry level for No Man's Sky? What do you mean? Like, if you're a beginner who's never, like, really done video games, wouldn't you recommend No Man's Sky right now? Mario. Or do you Mario. have to be, like... You've got to like know your video games to like play. You don't. To you, play and enjoy it is, no the skill style. level isn't very high. It really isn't. There's also yeah. like a story mode or something where you practically don't get into any combat. Yeah. But it isn't difficult in any shape or form. It's it's it is a game purely for exploration. Mm. And I'd say that that's like the deepest part of the game in terms of like how many stars and how many like universes yes. and stuff. But like um, you said, it's it's a lot. It's very broad. On, like a lot. Yeah. But less is more sometimes as well. Mm. So, so but it is, is, like, for what it is, I think they did a great job. And the fact that there's still, like, more updates are still upcoming. So, yeah. sorry, that was that was <laughs> meant to be my shortest one. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, good. That was No Man's short. Sky. And Kieran, you're okay. number four. Um, so, I've got two more left. One of them is going to be a game as well. And I think you guys know what it is. Hold on. Give me a second. Uh, it's uh, sorry there's someone outside it's called Elden Ring and I'll I'll preface this by saying I haven't finished it yet (laughs) because it's fucking hard as nails but when I started playing it this year probably like halfway through the year I spent maybe like a solid week or two weeks like fully engaged invested putting in like 10 hours dude maybe more than that and exploring the world, it's one of the most beautiful and complex worlds that I've explored in the game. And just the, the sense of like novelty and exploration and also the difficulty, which is a big thing for me, is unmatched in any game that I think has been released or that I will play in the future, unless Elder Ring 2 comes out. But it is just a magnificent game. It's got a crafting system. It's got freaking insane bosses. It's got... You can explore anywhere. You can go anywhere you want pretty much within reason. And you can be underleveled for an area or you can be overleveled for an area. You can freaking go back and, and realize, oh, there's a whole freaking part of the map that I didn't explore because I didn't see this thing or mm. pick up this item that tells you like, hey, listen, there's a, there's, a, there's a spot you can go down this cave. And then all of a sudden you're in, you go underground and then you're on a little island and you find a dragon shrine and you're like, oh my God. What, what is this and then you can get dragon powers dude this isn't personally to me anyway <laughs> uh, I got about uh, yeah I would say like 65% through and I still need to finish it but you mean just it was, the, the main storyline quest the main well there's no real main storyline the main storyline is like your adventure through kill the all the bosses like kill the main bosses mm. and your adventure through yeah. mm. and you get a horse you get a steed called torrent and you need to jump around it's double like jump. stag looking creature huh? yeah very, cool. very Miyazaki-like. And 
I just love that game so much. I'm gonna finish it when I have time. So Kieran, you you are a very big Dark Souls yeah, fan. How fan. how do you, how does this stack up against the? So for me personally, I still think Bloodborne is my favorite, just on a personal level. Though I do think Elden Ring is is in general a better game. So I would say it's probably like first or second. Probably for me, it goes Bloodborne, Elden Ring, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls Three, Dark Souls Two. Uh, and the, oh okay. oh and Sekiro is actually top three actually so it would change a little bit. Okay. But Sekiro, <laughs> I think of Sekiro as a different kind of Souls game. It's it's it in its own little separate. We've category. said this quite a lot of times as well that Kieran would probably enjoy something like Hades or Hollow Knight yeah. as well just because it's that hack and slashy kind of so much lore so much lore so yeah. yeah. Uh, very cool. There's but, like two hour lore you know, videos. The beautiful like thing about. about those games is like you don't need to know what's going on necessarily. Mm. <laughs> like I know that sounds like like the law is there for the people who want it exactly. but if you just want to you know the, do the, the gameplay dude yeah. that's what they're like we're gonna make this the best anyway that's my fourth one awesome good fourth one dude right. my fourth one was a late entry because it's something that came out within the last two weeks okay uh, so there's maybe uh, recency uh, bias what, 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 what is uh, this uh, it's another TV series a TV series yeah. is it the one that you watch the one episode of and then have to stop because your girlfriend said you can't watch it without me no no okay it's um <laughs> it's actually surprisingly it's a Marvel thing Marvel has been dog shit this year okay it's a what if episode 7 what if Kahori Kahori reshaped the world whoa sorry what is the name That's of the show what specific. if what if yeah so the premise of a what if it's a Marvel it's, it's a Marvel TV series it's animated probably on the best animated things I've seen in the past year or two. Mm. Uh, if you're really into animation, I highly recommend it. But the premise is each episode is its own thing. It's not like, con- well, it is connected, but it's, uh, if it, it's, it poses a question like, what if? So what if Tony Stark uh, took the, yeah, is evil, or took like the Hulk serum, and then it, the entire 30-minute episode follows that and how it would uh, impact the world. So there's a lot of like cool like scenarios that they do that a lot of like comic book characters mm. do. Uh, one of the big ones was what if Captain America didn't get the serum and it was uh, his girlfriend uh, Peggy Carter, so Agent Carter. So this episode is from season two and it's called What If Kahori Reshaped the World. Uh, Kahori is a Native American. Uh, it's set in the 1800s, this episode, and she's like very head, she's very headstrong, very cool, like she's very adventurous and there's basically a part uh, in America where at uh, this lake where their tribe is not allowed to go to because mm. they say it's like you know cursed and stuff, and she's like, "Fuck that shit! I want to go see what's in there." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so her and her brother go there, and I'm, I'm gonna, again I'm gonna try to not do spoilers too much because I'd rarely. You're literally describing every part <laughs> of the show right now. <laughs> she's definitely going there, right? Yeah, she Fine. goes there. <laughs> Kieran, okay. I don't know how you picked up on that. <laughs> so anyway, she, she goes. So she's a part of uh, the tribe. She's a part of. Uh, part of the Mohawk Mohawk people. And I tried really hard to find what language uh, they speak, but um, apparently it's called. Oh, I wrote it down somewhere here. Um, don't stress. Just yeah. tell us no, what happens. Can. Tell you okay, whatever. Don't well, keep on Anyways, the entire episode is, is not English. It's in uh, the Native American language that they speak and mm. in some Spanish because there's some Spanish inquisitors to come later on in the episode. Anyway, she goes to the lake, gets some powers. Not going to tell you too much about that, okay. but. Um, basically, while she's getting the, her powers, the Spanish Inquisitors are attacking her villages and invading it, and they nearly kill her brother. And she and she has been transported to another world because of the power source that's in this lake. 
and she's trying to convince all the other people who have touched this power source to come back with her and okay. help the tribe. And what I really liked about this episode is there's no, like, first of all, it's not in English, it's a Native American. Animation for it is really beautiful. You can really tell, like, everybody working on this episode really cared. Because in, in the opening episode, you see the Native Americans, you see them working the tribe, and you see they tried really hard to get everything, like, very accurate. And from what I, from what I researched, they actually worked with people from the Smithsonian to make sure it was accurate to the time period. And they worked with actual Native American tribes to make sure that everything was correct. And they actually got to see the episode before anyone else. So it's super like respectful to the Native yeah. American culture. In depth. Yeah. And Native Americans in general have been done very dirty in Hollywood. So it's been a very cool two years, I think, for Native American people. Because they got, they obviously got this episode. And then they had Prey, the pre yes. one of the prequels of Predators. I love that movie. Dude. So good. Um, highly recommend awesome. and also the TV series Reservation Dogs yeah. which is done by Taika Waititi which is a coming of age story for teenage uh, Native Americans in Oklahoma anyways so uh, you know stuff happens she gets her powers they come back they save she saves the day all the other people decide to follow her lead because she is a badass mm. and one of the things I think Hollywood and Marvel have been very bad at is creating very good and compelling female protagonist yeah. and Kahori is an absolute badass she is so fun to like watch do her thing and it's, I think it's similar to what Bjorn said when they want to do like the whole feminist feminist message it's often like emasculating ma the men around and ha or having like a man do something and then the female will do it like 10 times better and be yeah. like oh, 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 this is what like obviously you couldn't do that because you can't have my perspective as a yeah. woman which is like I understand what they're trying to do, but it's too, like, heavy-handed. Like, just have her do something badass because they're a badass. And Kahori yeah. is a badass. Yeah, that's hitting it over the head. Yeah. yeah. And I think, yes, yeah, so I think she's one of the best female protagonists Marvel has produced. And one of the reasons I put this on my list is I found out... Well, I'm very into comics, and I was not familiar with the name Kahori at all. Mm. And I looked it up after the show, and Kahori is a brand-new character that they created just for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Which makes me so excited that they are trying to, you know, do something bring, different. Yeah, do something different. Or just do Marvel comics. Bring diverse characters and give them superpowers. Maybe we we'll get an Indian superpower <laughs> person soon. Have you had him in the Spider Verse? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, I'd like something like a little more original. I actually wanted to say, just related to what you were saying about like representation, especially in animated shows. Uh, have you guys watched Kazazimoto at all? Mm -mm. It's an anthology series from uh, different animation studios all across South Africa. Uh, sorry, Africa, mm. and like even Triggerfish here in Cape Town made one of the animated ones. Um, very cool anthology where it's like every single episode was and done by a different um, studio, mm. and they all it's almost I think semi reimagined folk tales from different parts of Africa. So also very cool, highly recommend. Um, but out of curiosity, what kind of superpowers do you, do you want your Indian hero to have? Uh, oh, I don't know, dude. In like, the, I'm not creative enough to like come up with like something compelling. I'm gonna leave that in up the to religious texts. Well, what I've heard is that the Indian gods have crazy powers, dude. Yeah, They're like I, I mean, but I wouldn't want it to be like related to. Um, do you, you don't want it to be like <laughs> super Indian? Yeah, you want it to I just want be, it like, be like like uh, you're just like an Indian yeah. guy's been brought up in Western like media or like the western world like yeah similar to me it's just okay. has powers. Not, it's not like based around okay. their culture which i guess is cool but bollywood i'm sure i've well, they definitely have done <laughs> that like enough yeah. times so we're talking flight yeah. we're talking but invisibility we're something talking like that 
Kamehameha. What else? <laughs> Maybe give us electricity <laughs> powers. Electricity. Know, that's something cool. Anyways, highly recommend Ka- what, if Ka- what, what If Kahori episode. Okay. Even if you're not into Marvel, just you can watch it as a standalone and get like really good enjoyment from it. Okay. okay. Very cool. Um, I so, will... Final round. Oh, final round. Final one. Um, speed run. Uh, we went to the Rainbow Kitten Surprise concert at the beginning of the year. Oh, Loved it. First shit. concert or like big social thing I've been to in years. Yeah. Uh, just because of COVID and not really being super big on like big social events. Mm. Um, so that was a big thing for me. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, not too much to say about it. I loved it. I think it was a great concert. They performed amazingly. Yeah. And just having it at um, Kirsten Bosch Gardens and being able to see the city at night behind them was unreal. Yeah, dude. Super I, chill. I love that concert so much. Yeah, sorry, that's that's my number five. Epic. Super quick and easy. Yeah. <laughs> Just a great time. Oh, uh, my turn? Yeah, dude, right. Okay, well, my one, I said I was saving the best for last. Uh, more in the sense of, like, it's it's a bit of a funny one, but it's also true, is I have stopped all porn. Porn has stopped for me. <laughs> Just imagine. this is, it's all up here, you know, and, you know, not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> he sits outside on the bench and sees a shapely leaf and he's yeah. like, no! Get out of my no, sight! I log into YouTube and I'm like, oh, there's, oh my God, there's boobs everywhere. I have to be like... Goes into the fruit and like, section. Okay. <laughs> Scroll. Okay. No, but like, um, yeah, that's been a big one for me. This can also be short and sweet, but uh, I think it's like five to six months now. I, I, I've lost count again. Um, and I think... It's more of a, it's a personal challenge to see, you know, or not a personal challenge, more of a, a rewiring of the brain. Because, I mean, it can be very unhealthy if you're consuming too much porn. I'm not saying I have a problem with porn. It's just that, well, like personally, I don't know. But um, it's just been, it's been good for me. It's been good to take a break. And yeah, like I'm, I've, this 2023, I've done a lot of things, stopped a lot of things that, um, were affecting me in a negative way. And Just so, coping mechanisms. Yeah, coping mechanisms. And this is one of them. And I think, um, yeah, no porn is, it's difficult. Like I said before, once you get past month three, it's okay. The imagination is a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost better than the HD 4K. But <laughs> is redrawing the kind of stuff you would draw when you were like yeah, in grade yeah. six. Literally. And it's just like... I'm not even... You, you joke. But and yeah. then it's like a little... It's, then flip action is going back and forth. You joke, but it's true. Bro. Kieran's yeah. writing and he draws an O. <laughs> <laughs> Kieran... <laughs> We don't have to show them. You can't show them. No, I, I know, I can't. <laughs> but no, like, yeah, I mean, it's it's just one of those things. For know? the for uh, health, audio it's, it's and for video. and research. Kieran just showed us a stick <laughs> <laughs> with two circles. That's, oh, that's what he showed I us. I actually showed you a pretty well-drawn naked lady. So, I don't know what you're talking about. No, it was well-rendered, well for rendered. sure. Sketch. <laughs> but yeah, that, that that's been that's one that's my last one. That's very. Good. I'm sure there's tons of things I didn't mention, but nah, it's all good. Yeah. My my last one is the Guts album by Olivia Rodrigo. Whoa! I thought you were gonna say by uh, so or something. I love <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> so, so the new album is about the confusion uh, with becoming like a young adult. Hmm. And transitioning from and transitioning and finding your place in your world in the world, and I related to that because yeah. <laughs> I was I'm transitioning yeah. from university to my adult to life. Yeah. She's nineteen. 
Yes. She, you're 27. Yeah. The album is for everyone. <laughs> oh, everybody. Um, yeah, I got two notes. The next thing you'll be saying, she's better than Taylor Swift. Yo. That's actually how I was going. We'll come, we'll, come, we'll come back to that. I think my favorite, my favorite track was, about, was Ballad of a Homeschool Girl. Because <laughs> the Ballad of a Homeschool is basically about uh, her having FOMO, about like missing out on stuff and as she's trying to like figure out things and wanting to like do all the stuff but also also realizing you know i need to do me i need to find yeah. out what i like yeah so that was very <laughs> look out for yourself yeah. as well so she she talks about how she googles how to flirt in the song which was super relatable because yeah, i also yeah. i did that when I've i was younger yeah. i googled flirt. how to flirt the wiki how 10 steps how oh. to flirt yeah it can be yeah it can yeah. wait I wouldn't Guys. recommend if you're learning how to float to go on the internet and yeah. type in how to Just float. Just go onto YouTube and type in pickup artists. No, <laughs> no, don't, no, no, don't, no, no, don't, no, don't do it. Don't listen to them. Maybe, I'll be honest. maybe get a friend or someone who <laughs> to can... pretend to be. Yeah, a girl. that's probably better than fucking. Um, yeah. Going on I do want to ask. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I'll Back let up. you finish. I'll let you finish. Back up. My second favorite song was uh, Teenage Dream, which is a soft piano ballad. A ballad. Ballad. Lots <laughs> of transition from adolescence to adulthood. Okay. Very good. My two favorite songs. Great album. But now, kind of what Bjorn said, I said this before after Olivia's first album, yeah. um, Sour. It's not been documented, but certain friends have heard it. But now, I think I can say this after her second album and have it be on record. Where's the camera? Where's the camera? It's over there, dude. All right. <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo is better than Taylor Swift. Whoa, dude, you just, you just destroyed her. Where she podcast. is in her career right now, she is better than when Taylor was at this point. It's gonna go viral and we're gonna get demonetized <laughs> by YouTube for saying that. Do you know, <laughs> like, I'm gonna stand up for all the Swifties oh. for a second. You do, yeah, okay. Taylor, is like Olivia's inspiration. And Taylor is scared of her. So and Taylor helps to write some of her music. Ooh. She's scared. She tried to sue her. But when? For, uh, I can't remember which song it was, but it uses some overloop, or I can't remember what word it was, and it was quietly dealt with behind the scenes. Uh, sampling is... Sampling, people man. need to get over sampling. Um, That's true. I gotta be honest. I am not big, a big what? enough fan of either of these two to musicians. <laughs> to make this argument. But I stand up for the people that we hold dear in our lives, so Chef. And you are walking on thin ice. Yeah. I can't remember what's the your name of Taylor's... Your girlfriend's going to be so mad after this. She, she, and she your girlfriend. She punched her screen five seconds ago when who should said that I can't show. remember what's the name of the second the album. I'm blanking here, but it's the album that had Love Story. Fearless. And... Yes. Uh... <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Fearless. I mean, uh, people, people are saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take Bjorn's word for it. The second, her second album is very good, but I think Sour is better, and and Olivia does a better job at like. Well, I think she was also much younger than Taylor at the time the second album came up, but she's much better. I think at come at getting across her ideas mm -hmm. and that transition that she was going through. Uh, first album, if you go album to album for the first one, uh, Sour versus Taylor Swift's debut album, which is just called Taylor Swift. It's, it's chalk and cheese. There's no comparison. Sour absolutely stomps on the debut album. <laughs> Listen, my dude, you okay. like what you like. No, fair you shouldn't enough. let your life. tell you what you should like. Or what, what, why Taylor Swift is whatever. I, I am a Swifty. I do like Taylor Swift. But I think when it's all said and done and both of them have ended their careers, 
All the records Taylor Swift are set, is setting now, Olivia Rodrigo will smash it. Well, we'll, we'll get back to that in, what? In 10 years. years time. <laughs> Bookmark we'll this. Come back to me in 10 years and see how right I am. Predictions for 2034. Just one prediction each for 2034. 20, 20, 20, I haven't had time to do that. AI becomes sentient. Got it. Um, I grow an extra toe. Nice. Six we toes. have an exclusivity deal with Spotify. Alrighty, you heard it Same here. Um, but that kind of rounds out our top five of 2018, yeah, guys. I loved hearing about you. Yeah, thanks for sharing, oh, guys. Was super cool. Um, very sweet. But that does bring us to the end of our app. It does. Yeah. We are a bit over time, even. A little bit. A little bit, uh, slightly. Any whoosers? I'm Bjorn. I'm Kieran. I'm Ushav. And this is. Oh, I thought we were doing one word each. <laughs> I'm. Kieran. And. Bjorn. And. And. Ushav. <laughs> Because... Okay, that's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Thank you for watching. We love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Underleveled podcast. If you have any topics you'd like to hear us talk about, please reach out to us on our socials, at Underleveled. That's U-N-D-R-L-E-V-E-L-E-D. Once again, thank you for listening, and we hope you have an amazing day.